Pame Club is here. We're back again! Okay. <laughs> uh, We're really bad on the weekend sometimes. Listen, summer's over. I'm stuck inside for the future, probably. Uh, we didn't do anything last week because I forgot to tell Hunter that I was at a wedding on Sunday. Oh, it's fine. I <laughs> I wasn't feeling well anyway, so it's fine. That's right. That's right. But, man, we've got a lot to cover from the past couple of weeks. Yeah, we do. Uh, a lot of shit happened while we were gone. That's true. Uh, we had uh, Fall E3. We did, yep. The, some uh, some uh, 17-year-old boy got uh, himself in... A big, lot of trouble. Big trouble. Uh, big T, capital capital T trouble. Yeah, a and, lot of uh, trouble. Uh, you know, a, a much maligned uh, gaming service has met its end. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to talk about that. It'll be great. It'll That'll be, great. be fun. Hey, Hunter, bring us in. Who are we? So, I'm Hunter Davenport. With me, as always, Frank Stetson. We are here to bring you the gaming news that you may or may not already know about. That's we're, true. You're going to get our insights on it, which is kind of the best in the business. Yeah, we're... We're the greatest, honestly. We are the best. I am the greatest. It's true. It's true. We are. Right, right. So let's just let's just jump right in. We're gonna jump right into the Nintendo Direct. Yeah. That aired a couple weeks ago. Let's, let's talk about because there's a lot to talk about here. Uh, some good stuff. Yeah. Uh, like right off the bat, they came out with Fire Emblem Engage. Ooh, baby, I'm this, I'm on top of this already. I'm gonna be honest. This looks fucking incredible. It's gonna be so good. Like, did you ever play Three Houses? I did, I did. How much of Three Houses? I played halfway through Three Houses. I didn't beat oh, it. Oh, you you didn't even beat uh, it once? Because uh, another <laughs> game came out here. You tell Bella. Bella's mad at me. I didn't play Three Houses. Because she uh, wanted to watch you play it. Another game came out. I don't remember what it was, and I never went back to it. But I do want to finish it, because I do like Fire Emblem. It's so good. I went through as Golden Eagles, and then I went back through as the Red Team. I forgot their name. The Scarlet Hawks? No. Oh, Golden Deer. Golden Deer. Scarlet something. Scarlet, no, Red Eagle. Uh, Black Eagle. Uh, uh, don't I don't claim us, Internet, it's fine. But I went through that, but, like, even that one has branching storylines on it, so, like, I did the good ending yeah. on that one. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those games. Star- Three Houses is so deep. It's a very good game. Uh, It's a very long game. Uh, yeah, right? I've, I've probably put between those two playthroughs... Probably close to 180 hours. I think I was at 40 hours when I cool. Right. I had when I stopped playing. I gotta finish that. That's a great game. It's really oh my god, it's really worth it. Plus, Fire Emblem Engage is coming when you play. Yeah. And you get to have older from characters come and help you out and. I I I kind of got I popped off when I saw Marth. Yeah. Oh yeah, Marth, Kron, they're all gonna show up. It's it's pretty cool. You're like a dragon folk or something like that. I you got know. cool anime hair. Yeah. Everyone's like, this guy looks like a VTuber. I'm like VTubers are popular now. I don't yeah, know yeah, like, I'm like and that's probably like the Three Houses characters were kind of already on that track. If yeah. anyone like really remembers that game, they're all kind of on that. Plus, like, it's not a surprise that like this anime as hell game is now taking oh after like Genshin Impact style animation, yeah. which is also like, think, the ultimate weeb game. I think that's fine. I mean, yeah, it, it, it's not. People, I don't think, I think a lot of that is just like a lot of older people, not not to like generalize, but I think it's a lot of older people who aren't kind of used to this kind of thing yet. Right. Um, but yeah, hey, you know, this looks great. Uh, more Fire Emblem's always good. Yeah, uh, it's, it's so good. I, I cannot wait for this. This is going to be a day one for me regardless. Uh, give me all those tactics RPG goodness. I need it. It's true. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, E-Tex 2 coming to Nintendo Switch. Yeah, this is interesting. Uh, Actually caught me by surprise. Yeah, 
Because I know he, they're working on a new game right now. I didn't think they had anyone to work on this. I wonder right. if this is uh, co-developed by someone. Also, uh, the remake of Final Frame Mask of the Lunar Eclipse is coming. I've heard nothing but good things about Final Frame. The Final Frame games are great, and they, they kind of died on the Wii, which was a damn shame. Yeah. There was a Wii U game that came to... that didn't come to America, I think? Probably not. Something, something weird happened with that Wii U game. I know that. Yeah, I, Fatal Frame has been like in and out, but it's a very niche horror thing. And, and uh, Switch is perfect for it. Switch with use it. They can use sure. general controls, you know? Yeah. That'd be great. Point them around. I might check that out. I like horror games. Uh, let's talk about this like bait and switch that came through here. Uh, we're talking about how the director was like, oh, here's some Fist of the North Star footage. Like, oh, man, they come out with a Fist of the North Star game for the Switch? That's awesome. And then it went into that weird boxing fitness game. And it's like, wait, what the fuck? This is the game of the year. <laughs> when this comes out, we're all going to be playing it. Yeah, I'm very confused. Like, is this going to be its own game? Or is it like an add-on to the other game that's... Uh... So, from what it sounds like, it's just like a... Like a motion uh stuff like like Wii Sports type thing yeah yeah fitness boxing fists of the North Star so like do I could do like a hundred fists and make the other like computer guy blow up yeah. is that how this is gonna go we omaru shindaru our way into our hearts right something like that oh, I always forget about that omaru <laughs> uh tunic coming to switch which is the natural progression for me for that sure game. yeah yeah uh Front mission is coming, baby. It's, coming. it's not dead. It's, I was I was so relieved when I saw this. I was like, oh thank God. There we go. Front mission one in November, which is the same. So that's supposed to be like summer, and then like front mission two is supposed to be like November. But now we got front mission one in November. Front mission two coming sometime in 2023, and then they're all supporting front mission three, baby. I think that's why it got delayed because they finally were like, let's just do three. Ah. Uh, yeah, just add four into that mix and like just just uh, did oh uh, did four ever come out here? Oh, four was on the PS2. It was okay. Oh yeah, that's the only the one I've really played because the other three weren't really attainable at that so point. I think I played two when I was younger. Yeah. On on the, I played one of them on the Vita. I remember that. And I've played Front Mission Four through twice, and it, it's so good. Those games are so good. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, I may or may not have uh. Finally, remember how we talked earlier in the year? How I was like, man, with all these tactics games coming, Frank's gonna get himself an OLED Switch. So I pre-ordered an OLED yeah. Switch. I, I was, you know, what's funny. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can get a new Switch, right? So like, I follow a bunch of people on Twitter, and like, oh yeah, the UK Amazon's doing Scarlet Violet uh, OLED Switch pre-orders. No. Now that you've done it, I might do it. And I was like, oh, damn, I'm going to get on that right now. Because, like, it's, like, the Target one's always, in the U.S., always, like, uh, go through too fast yeah. and sell out. So I've got one from the U.K. on pre-order. Now, the only problem with this is, there's this one good thing and one bad thing. The good thing is, since the pound keeps falling in value. Oh, it's going to be cheaper. Uh, it's about 50 bucks cheaper right now. Okay. But I don't get it till mid-November. Uh, well... Where, on the other hand, if I got it through Walmart last week when those pre-orders were open, I would get it this week. So, is this for the specific Scarlet and Violet? Okay. Yeah, it's for the specific Scarlet and Violet. Because... Oh, I could go out and, like, get your, uh, you know, run-of-the-mill, normal OLED any day of the fucking week anywhere. Yeah, I've seen them at Walmart yeah. pretty frequently. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But I'm like, well, I can special order this pre, this, like, special one. Hell yeah. I'd be all about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see if... Uh, what the actual value I'm, is come November. I'm definitely going to 
probably get an OLED Switch too. Because I've been thinking about it. Right? So since I got that UK pre-order, it's actually kind of funny. I did the math on it, and even with the shipping from the UK, it's still 50 bucks cheaper than buying yeah, it new in the US right now. I mean, it's smarter to do it that way, honestly. Right? I mean, I, I'd prefer like to pay the extra 50 bucks just to get it sooner, but that's just me. And some people are like, I could, I'll just play my regular Switch to like, yeah. I get 90% on the TV as it is. Yeah. But if I could have the OLED, listen, I'm getting older, man. I need a bigger screen in front yeah. of my eyes. Yeah, I, I'm starting <laughs> to feel that too. Uh, I'm still not wearing glasses, but in the next couple of years, that's probably gonna change. Yay, genetics! Like I, I, I can feel I, I have very bad astigmatism. Like it keeps getting worse, and mm. I'm like I might be blind. <laughs> it's starting to feel that way. This is fine, fine. So yeah, uh, that's coming. And you know, by the time mid-November hits, when I finally get charged for it, we'll see where in the economy the UK pound is. Yeah. And see what the actual price is. Yeah. Because right now I'm paying 304 US for it. But they don't charge you till it shifts. Yeah. That's so that's like the trick here. Yeah. It's like playing the stock market with one console. That's pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun little uh, experiment there. All right. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, Splatoon 3 Splatfest announcement. Have you played Splatoon 3 at all since it came out? I, I'm i waiting a little bit because yeah. I don't have a whole lot of money I can spend at the moment. Right, right, yeah. And, yeah. I, and I'm playing other things. So I mean, There's always so much other stuff yeah. to play. But So we have some Splatfest coming. Uh <laughs> On top of this one, because yeah, you saw this and then it happened. <laughs> I had a, a surreal experience with Octopath Traveler two, where I was in a I was in a, a Discord uh, and I was like scrolling through, just like talking to people, and all of a sudden someone posts a screenshot of a Steam page that got, got brought up that had Octopath Traveler two on it. Was it uh, Steam or like uh, GOG or one of those? It was some. It was, it was a PC. Green, store. green gaming or yeah. anything? Yeah. I, I yeah, think yeah. it was either Green Man Gaming or yeah. Steam Store. Yeah. And someone's like, looks like Octopath Traveler 2 is getting announced today. And I laughed and I was like, there's no way it's today. And then sure enough. Literally like an hour later. Octopath Traveler 2 is real and it's coming. Yeah. Uh, honestly, that's, well, this is actually kind of a surprise sequel to me. Because they just released the mobile game yeah. three months ago. So that I think the studio might be bigger than we think it is. Yeah. Uh, which is good because I... The, they, this is like out of like the I'm not gonna call them an indie studio because I don't think they are that anymore. Isn't this a studio that also just remade Live Alive and just released that? Yeah, as well. And that was with Nintendo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're also what Dragon Quest Three is it? Yep, they're doing Dragon Quest Three. Yeah. So uh, looking forward to a lot more of these types of games. With this the is two point five. Honestly, this is my favorite JRPG developer. <laughs> Like, straight up. They're great. I actually need to play more. I played, like, Octopath Traveler for, like, eight hours one day on Game Pass, and I haven't touched it since. For it's whatever so reason. It's so good, though. It dude. is really good. Oh, God. There's a lot of farming simulators in this direct. Yeah. I, I do want to say, though, uh, Story of Seasons, A Wonderful <laughs> Life. Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life is one of my favorite games of all time, and now they're remaking it, so I'm going to spend, like, 60 hours playing that at some point. Yeah, uh, that was, that was a, it's a fan favorite coming back, and yeah. I don't doubt for a second yeah. that it's just going to get mauled when it comes yeah. to Yeah, <laughs> that, that game's going to sell a lot of copies. I'm going to feel it. Uh, My Own Rabbits comes this month. Yeah. Uh, the previews I'm hearing about this game are just insanity. It's, it's really? getting so much love. Okay, all right. That I mean, makes me a little more interested, then. yeah. They're like, you can do all these moves, like, when you fire the gun is when you finally end your turn, you can, like, do all this stuff beforehand, like, it's it's pretty much like a Super Mario game, but with tactics combat in okay, it. Okay, that, that eases my worries a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, like, it's chock full of that Mario goodness, 
and the uh, the soundtrack is insane because it's got all these like really high end composers on it. I was talking about this on crossover tag. Did you know this game ha- finally has voice acting for the rabbits? Yeah, oh, I heard that too. That's right. Which is nuts. <laughs> God, that's be crazy. It's so, just this game's gonna be so good. All right, that kind of eases my fears a little bit about this game. Like, uh, go listen to the MinMax preview of it because like they did okay. a really good preview. And it's it's. I'm like, I'm more sold on this game now than I already was. I was worried this was something that it sounds like it's not now. Okay. <laughs> Check that out. Uh, let's see. We've got... Oh, let's talk about the Nintendo C4 games they announced. So this is actually... Yeah. This is kind of exciting if you're into that sort of thing. Yeah. These are all pretty good picks. My only... Like, so, they announced... One, two, three, four, four five, six, seven, eight, nine games coming to Nintendo Switch Online for Nintendo 64. And they're like, you got, you got your Mario Party 1, Mario Party 2, Mario Party 3. Okay, like, they just did a Mario Party re-release this past year, so that's like, mm. okay, whatever. Uh, Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2, which, like, I know a lot of people are just, like, ecstatic about. Uh, Pilot Wing 64, which I spent a lot of time with Pilot Wing 64 in my younger years. Like, that game was great. Oh, yeah, definitely. That was, uh, a, that was a time waster, for sure. <laughs> uh, exact Bike 64. Uh, yeah, that's kind of how I felt, but, like, 1080 Snowboarding! Like... That yeah, launched that genre yeah, of snowboarding games. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? snowboarding is worth it. You know, like, that, like, 1080 was, like, the precursor for your SSXs yeah. and all of those types of games. Like, it was, I spent so much time on 1080. I think that, uh, that snowboarding kids game, I don't remember what it was called, uh, but, like, I, I, I played a lot of snowboarding games because I grew up in a house full of snowboarders. So right, like I'm, ex- I, I'd be excited to play this again. I'm not going to sign up for the service because I don't really use my Switch enough to justify it. No, nope, but... not at all. <laughs> uh, I, I use my Switch a lot, but not for playing old Nintendo 64 games. It's just not. It, it's for me. This service is for people who are deep into the ecosystem. I'm not deep enough. Right. Into. Yeah. Like, maybe if your Switch is your only system. Yeah. And you just like love that Nintendo nostalgia. Like, yeah, I could totally do that. But, ah, not for us. Uh, yeah. But the coup de grace, the, the number one title coming out from this announcement is, of course, Goldeneye. Yeah. Goldeneye is coming back in a big way. So, I have questions about this, because this is not just coming out for Nintendo Switch. Uh, Nani? Yeah, it's, it's going to Xbox as well. What? Yes. What? Yeah. What? So... I missed that. <laughs> This has been talked about for a while, this GoldenEye port, in that GoldenEye, this this thing was rumored for a while, like the achievements popped up. Um, this is probably coming to Xbox. I'm not entirely sure if it's been officially announced yet. Uh, it's officially announced on their own website. Okay. <laughs> I am wondering if they did any work to this, because the, the aiming in this game is a little impossible now. Uh, they're doing negative sixteen nine resolution up to four K Ultra HD. Okay, that's good. It looks good, like for an N sixty four game playing on an Xbox. Like, like these screenshots. Oh, that's right. I did hear about this because they're adding to Rare Replay. That's yeah. what it is. Yes, that's right. Which is good because that was missing from Rare Replay. Uh, no, no release date for that, but it is coming soon. Yeah, I did hear about the Rare Replay part. That's right. That's right. Um, but it's also coming soon, so we don't have a release date on this yet. My guess would be before the end of the year, possibly. Yeah, probably. I, I'd say I, I would wager it's going to be around Christmas time. Yeah, that's a good guess. Because, like, that's really the only place I'd put it, really. Well, the cool thing about it is it's supporting full online multiplayer. 
Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I actually really like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, with the online multiplayer. Yeah. Now, will it still have split screen multiplayer? Who knows? But maybe it'll have local. Uh, like LAN multiplayer? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like do four switches in a. Oh, yeah, someone's taped the ceiling. Yeah, but... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta relive the good old days, yeah, you know? Exactly. Uh, let's see, we had more. Factorio's coming to Switch. Right. What? This is various daylight RPG. Like, what? I'm kind of interested in this. Like, it looked too busy. Like, too much busy work to me. But it's it's by the Bravely Default and Octopath guys. Right. So I, I'm going to check it out because those are two games I really love. I, I just, uh, it didn't really grab me. It looked, really? it looked, it looked too uh, simmy for me. I get it, yeah. But I don't want sims in my RPGs. I want to do RPG stuff. See, I'm the opposite. I love <laughs> adding bullshit to RPGs. Right? Like Harvestella. Like, I really want to try Harvestella, but I don't want to, I don't give a shit about the farming aspect of it. See, this is why I like FF14. It's because of this <laughs> shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk or... about it, because I have a whole, I have a whole spiel I'm going to go on. Let's talk about Ib. Do you know anything about Ib? No, I don't know. So, I also didn't know anything about it, but I was listening to Midmax, and, like, uh, one of the comments on there, it was, like, all about this game. This 2012 classic Japanese game, which is, like, some horror, Wait, like, pixel cla- horror tw- game. 2012 classic is making me feel a little uneasy. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. But that, that, it's just weird. Like, this is, like, some really off-the-wall... I've, I've never heard of this. Because yeah, it only came out in Japan. Oh, okay. That's why, yeah. It's, this is that part's pretty wild to me, but it's like some pixel horror game, which is like I'm like, wait, what? How can you do that? That's pretty cool. Yeah, so I'm interested by that. Uh, we got Diddy Kong and Pauline coming to Mario Strikers. This is I. I'm I mean, glad cool. they're yeah. updating this because Mario Striker. I, this is not a game I played, but I've heard it's actually pretty fun. Yeah, people are really enjoying that game. Yeah. So I might pick this up eventually. And Nintendo's supporting it. This is all free stuff too that yeah. they're adding to it. I mean, yeah. this is cool because it's got Pauline and something, so... Right? Pauline's dope. I love Pauline. <laughs> She's a true princess. She is. She's the original, the OG. Yeah! Uh, let's see. Golf coming to Switch. Pikmin 4! This is a really weird way they did this announcement. <laughs> so do you know the story, though? About Miyamoto? Yeah, about Pikmin 4. No. So this was announced in, like, 2016. Oh, that part, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it never... It no disappeared, of... and then it came back. Right. But that whole, like, segment with Miyamoto was so baby. <laughs> well... Like, here's Miyamoto. Top of game is like, oh, yeah, Miyamoto, let's go. And he's like, hey, let's talk about Pikmin Blue. And you're like, wait, what the fuck so, is going on here? Here's the thing about that. And this is just my speculation uh, based on what I know about Miyamoto. Pikmin, Pikmin is Miyamoto's favorite, like, Nintendo friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, I believe that. Uh... I think he just wanted to talk about Pikmin, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like, oh, Pikmin Bloom. I was like, oh, okay, Miyamoto, that's cool. And they're like, oh, maybe you like this announcement. Wink, and it's like, Pikmin yeah. 4 stuff. And like, oh, okay, there it is. Like, cool. Check out my cool t-shirt. Yeah. It's like, wait, what? Can I buy that? <laughs> <laughs> that's not, that was my first thought. I was like, can I own that t-shirt? It was, just, it was all very weird and surreal, yeah. actually. I, I kind of love it when Nintendo does that, though. That's probably just Miyamoto being like, ah, I'm just going to do my thing now. Because, like, he's, he's old and he's allowed to, I think. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Harvestella's getting a demo, so if you're into Harvestella, I, I got to check that out. I got to play that demo. demo. I also got to check out that demo. Because I think what's going to happen is I'm going to end up actually co-oping that with my partner. Because yeah. she really likes the farming stuff, and yeah. I like the not farming stuff of these types of games. <laughs> so, and then we got more Bayo 3 stuff. Oh, this game looks so sick. Uh, it's launching October 28th. 
Now, I did say I'd have to buy beat Bayo 1 and 2 before Bayo 3 came out. Yeah. Uh, turns out, I booted up my Bayo 1 save, and I was on chapter 14. So now you beat it. <laughs> so I was like, oh, damn, I'm like right at the end of this game. Do I remember any of it? No. But from what I understand, you the don't... The story doesn't matter. So you don't play Bayonetta for the story. You play it for stylish action. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, so I'm like, oh, damn, I'll beat this and play Bayo 2 in a weekend and just be done with that, too. Yeah, yeah it'll be great. Easy. Can't wait. Oh, God, uh... Resident Evil Village coming to Via Cloud to Switch. This Man. Listen, Kingdom Hearts did really well with Cloud. Did it? <laughs> did it, though? Excuse me. Uh, no, it did jack shit. It was terrible. People were telling everyone online not to buy the Cloud version of Kingdom Hearts. So, uh, I'm going to guess Resident Evil Village is going to go the same way. Probably. I, I, I think this is just one of those things for that's like... This is strictly for Japan and America's an afterthought. Yeah, absolutely. I was just about to be like, yeah, I bet Cloud works really well in Tokyo. Yeah, because they have amazing internet. Yeah. And we have shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, South Korea, great. Uh, Japan, Tokyo, great. Uh, Literally anywhere else probably works better than here. America? Uh, jack shit. Yeah. Well, eh, not everywhere. But not, yeah, not, well, you know what I mean. Like. <laughs> yeah. Not great. Not great. Uh, you want to talk about Seafoam coming to the Switch? Not cause... really, because I don't care. <laughs> oh, man, but uh, it looked so bad. I don't... It looked real bad. Just not, don't put it on the Switch. You don't have to. Uh, I mean, you get more money, I guess? But, like, what, sure, what but... an odd choice to go from the PlayStation 5 to the Switch. Sure, but, like, I don't know anyone who would be really into Sifu who is going to play it on the Switch. I'm sure they'll sell some. Because Sifu is, like, this, like... I, I'm, I'm not interested in the game, but I think it's like this crowning achievement recently. I really want to play this game still. It, yeah. Hey, it, that, remember, that game came out this year. It did? Yeah, in February. I, I hate... This year's wild, time man. Time is nuts. It's, I don't yeah, want to it's, think about it's it. crazy, yeah. Uh, but it's coming to Switch, and if you look at the trailer, like, oof, this looks like, a, a, this looks like a Switch game is the best way for me to describe this. Sure. Yikes. That'll great. look good on OLED, though. Yeah, yeah it might look good on OLED. <laughs> I'm gonna find out. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, and then we got the Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII reunion trailer. Yeah, and then like, okay, so this game's coming to Switch. That's interesting. That that's pretty cool. Yeah, I and, thought but, this is just showing off the Switch version. Yeah, and, but then they're like, oh, by the way, it's coming out December 13th. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> this is where the announced release date for yeah. this thing is on cool. the Switch trailer. Thanks, Nintendo. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. That was just, it was so random. Like, yeah. So, Crisis Core Reunion is pretty much coming to everything. Yeah. It's and coming I'm to Xbox, too, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is coming to Xbox. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, just like, just they just snuck the release date. They, like, they were like, release date, and, like, make a big show of it. They're just like, oh, by the way, end of the trailer, here's release date. Yeah. Oh. And, I, and I, it's so quick, too. I was like, wait, hold on. Yeah, what? it was real fast. We're like, and the next trailer started like, what just happened here? Huh? God. God. It, it was weird. It was definitely weird. <laughs> uh, getting a remaster of Tales of Symphonia, that's pretty sweet, actually. Sure, yeah. People really love those games. And I, I look at it, and I'm like, it might look too much like a, and play too much like a classic PS1 game for me to I, actually want to get into it. I've kind of heard negative things about this game, like how it's like kind of frame locked and stuff, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to play this. Yeah, it's it's one of the earliest Tales game. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna be weird. Yeah. Disney Speedstorm, man, still looks great. Yeah, it looks cool. Oh, this is so good. I love the edgiest fuck trailer. 
<laughs> right? It's, it's so weird. It's just like, is, I felt like Mickey was going to pull out a cigarette at one point. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so we've got like Disney Dreamlight Valley on one hand, which is like this really cute little farming city. It was great, by the and way. And then you've got like edgy Disney Speedstorm on the other hand. And, and I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> uh, is this the year of Kirby for Nintendo? Yeah, oh, it's his anniversary, so it's like... like that makes sense, right? Yeah. So yeah, Return to Dreamland Deluxe is coming to Nintendo Switch, uh, and also it's got four-player local co-op. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Sure. You know, like more Kirby goodness. It just feels weird because like we had no Kirby for so and now there's long. Too, it just, it's almost just been, too it's, much Kirby. It's like three games just this year. This it feels like they just keep giving us dessert, and I and I like dessert. I like I like a little ice cream. I like a little cake every once in a while. Kirby likes all of the cake yeah. and all of the ice cream all of the time. Uh, but sometimes, Nintendo, it feels like there's a little too much Kirby. Right? But, I'm, you know, hey, this is a Return to Dreamland's great. I'm glad it's going to come out again. Like, but it's starting to feel a little like too much Kirby. I'm going to be honest. Maybe. We'll see. And then it was the big announcement. The the biggest. The big boy. Uh, the This announcement made me cry, by the way. <laughs> really? It did. I teared up a little. So... What really got me here is the fact that Miyamoto came out, right? Yeah. And he did the Pikmin thing. Yep. Because you see Miyamoto, you're like, oh, man, here it comes. Here it comes that Zelda announcement, baby. Let's go. And then the Pikmin. And then his segment ended. And you're like, okay, well, I he just really likes Pikmin. I get it. Yeah. Um, cool. And then the president's like, oh, by the way, we're going to end it with this. And then it started. And, uh... And Tears we, of the Kingdom. We got our real. first look at Tears of the Kingdom. And it comes out in like four months. <laughs> Coming May, so that's seven Six, months. Seven months, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, four uh, months being insane. <laughs> yeah, no. My mask off. Uh, yeah, uh, there's not, they didn't show any gameplay or anything, but like the, fa- there's, I don't know, Zelda is just so special. Right. That just the, the announcement of a name is enough to be like, oh god, I love those so much. And like confirms the whole like Skyward Sword esqueness of it, like diving off of islands and flying yeah. around, and it looks good. Uh, I guess this means I really have to play and beat Breath of the Wild before May, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as part of my homework games list. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm playing through uh, Valhalla right now and Bayo One and. FF14. And... Yeah. We'll get into more of that. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it, because I've, I've had a couple weeks. Yeah. I've done a lot of stuff in a couple weeks. Yeah. All right, so we had Nintendo Direct that morning, and then that evening, PlayStation's like, okay, okay, I can do this too. So then PlayStation's like, okay, here's my Direct. Dude, I call this the day of bangers, because both conferences, I feel like, had a lot of they good shit. They were really good. A lot stuff. of good shit. So uh, PlayStation, half the time, but, like, they came out swinging right away with yeah. this anime as hell Tekken trailer. Tekken 8 looks uh, pretty good. Like, uh, oh, with the lightning and the rain and those, like, uh, transforming muscles or something like that? Uh, I don't I don't remember. What, was that, like, the, supposed to be the devil gene or something? Like, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I'm not I'm not 100% uh, up to date on Tekken lore, so, like, someone probably Same. tell me. So. The last time I know anything about Tekken is because that guy showed up in Smash. That's uh, all yeah, I know about it. Kazuya, yeah. I don't even know his name, yeah. <laughs> I love Tekken. I'm excited to play Tekken 8. Uh, but I think it's, it's crazy. So, like, we were getting these two classic fighting game franchises, Street Fighter and Tekken. Yeah. We're getting a new one in the same year yeah. of both franchises. 
Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. Fighting games are going to be okay. <laughs> Were fighting games ever not okay? They weren't for a while. What? Yeah. There was a whole pe- Dude, you don't know this? Like, there was I a whole period where, when they weren't coming out. Like, there were just no fighting games. Interesting. It was okay. like, prior to Street Fighter Four. it was like... That's a long time I want to say like a decade of a drought of fighting games. What? Yeah. No way it wasn't a decade. It was pretty long. If not a decade, it was a long time. Was that when like the platform fighters came up? Uh, around that time. Was like the Smash era? Because it was like... Someone who's more well-versed in this than me could probably explain it better. But there was like... There was a point where it was only like Smash and another fighter. Was that like the Melee era, basically? Yeah. yeah. That era. Like there was nothing. There was just nothing. All right. All right. Uh, and okay, and then back to PlayStation State of Play here. We got into the PSVR 2 stuff that they wanted sure. to show off. We got this really neat-looking <laughs> Star Wars game coming. Yeah. Tales from Galaxy's Edge from the Disneyland. <laughs> right? I've got a friend who's down there in Florida, Disneyland right now, doing all that stuff. It looks so cool. It's it's the coolest. I'm really I, I really want to go. Uh, Demio, I didn't... I actually don't remember that trailer at all. I don't... Uh, it was like a tabletop RPG thing. Yeah, yeah. I kind of want. I didn't watch the full state play. I kind of watched this all piecemeal. I didn't catch this one. Yeah, it was good. Uh, and then we got. Oh, uh, I'm. So, oh, I need this. Yeah. So we'll go into this a little bit when we talk about TGS stuff. But we, uh, Ryuga Gotoku Studio, showed us like a Dragonition. Yes. For those who don't know, this game was uh, came out like a decade ago, like 2011, 2012. Japan only, right? Japan only. They didn't release it because they were concerned that. Uh, a game set in ancient Japan wouldn't sell well in America because we just don't understand it. And then Ghost of Tsushima came out. Oh man! And Crushed now, it. And now we have the coolest era of games ever. Kind of, yeah. yeah it's fucking awesome. Thank you, Naughty Dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, that was a uh, Sucker Punch. Oh, Sucker Punch. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Sucker Punch. Please make a Sly Cooper game. They won't. I know. Franchise is dead. I know. Yeah, it's not happening. It, it makes me sad though. Oh, yeah. But yeah, we'll talk about... I'll talk about this when we get to the, the RGG Summit TGS thing. Now, this is weird. Uh, there's going to be a PlayStation-exclusive quest this to is, Hogwarts Legacy. This is so strange. Like, what? It's like some horror quest, too, at the same time? It's a haunted Hogsmeade shop. I don't know. I just... I don't get the whole exclusive quest thing. I'm looking forward to playing this game, and it's on deep discount, and I use GameStop Man. <laughs> If GameStop's even a thing, then? I could still get it used. Yeah, probably. Uh, Pacific Drive, like, people are really latching onto this This is trailer. interesting. Yeah. Uh, First-person driving survival game. It's weird, because it's like, it's, it's it's a car game that's not a racing game. Right, yeah. It's really cool. And people like like, because, I think it's because that people are really latching onto this very weird conceptual game that's coming Yeah, out. I like the idea. It sounds interesting. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait to see more of this. See how it plays. How it I hope this comes to um, PS Plus. It's got to. I, I think it should. Like, it should. I think it should launch out of that. I, I, I mean, I they, would... they could pull a Game Pass and make this like a day one launch. Yeah, they did that with Stray and uh, Deliverse the Moon. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, so. that's, that's right. PlayStation Stars. I don't cares. give a shit about that. I don't remember this thing. I don't either. I don't know what it is. Sensuality. Oh, yeah, fuck that. Uh, let's talk about this one. Stellar Blade, formerly Project Eve. I remember when this trailer first released. I thought it was. I thought it was a uh, Parasite Eve game, and it's not. No, it's not. Uh, it looked really cool when we first saw it as Project Eve. That was what last. Yeah. Oh, it was 2019. 
Yeah, it was. Oh cool. my god. Yep, I remember that. Uh, well, it looks great. Yeah, it looks good. I like uh, everything they showed. Kind of makes me more interested in the game. Yeah. <laughs> the game that we're not going to play for a while. Team Ninja's busy right now between Kobe? Rolong Final D- Dynasty and Rise of the Ronin. Team Ninja has had an interesting kind of like a, like a fascinating glow up. Oh yeah, from the Ninja Gaiden days. Yeah, because it's like they were kind of a joke for a while, and then Neo came out. Oh right, because they were doing the Dead or Alive stuff for a long time. Yeah, they were. And, and, uh, were were they also doing the Ninja Gaiden series at the same time? In that same they, were, they were. Yeah. And it's like now they're making Rise of the Ronin. Uh, I believe they're working with EA. No, is it Koei Tecmo is working with EA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it looks cool. This game looks awesome. It does look really cool. It's just very funny. Team Ninja was like, "Okay, here's Wolong Final Fantasy. It's a Neo style game set in uh, uh, ancient China, and then here's uh, Rise of the Ronin, a Neo style game set in feudal Japan." <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean, <laughs> coming out of the year after that. I mean, one. this one feels like it's more story driven though. Might be more action driven too. Yeah, yeah. I understand that Wolong Final Fantasy trailer uh, demo is very difficult. It is very like like Neo is hard. That game is also very hard. No, thank you. Also, let's talk about this, like... <laughs> the God of War stuff was so weird. That was so weird. <laughs> so, like, all right, Rise of the Ronin looks great. And they're like, okay, here's your one more thing. And it's like, the God of War Ragnarok DualSense controller. You're like, wait, what the fuck? They're not ending this with this. Come on now. That's that's bullshit. <laughs> they tricked us. They, they done baited us. <laughs> it's a good-looking controller. It looks great, yeah. Um, I wish the uh, the face buttons were rune symbols. Yeah. Instead of the... Like, it's the standard. Yeah. Like, compliance. So, basically, it's just a blue controller with the wolves. Yeah, with the wolf, like a big wolf and a little wolf. Oh, that makes sense, actually, yeah. yeah. We're like, okay, come on, that's not how you're ending this, PlayStation is. And they're like, nah, you got us. Here, have the God of Ragnarok story trailer. Yeah. Let's go. Game looks great. We got some... There's some gameplay, some actual gameplay, and there are different moves in there. Uh, ending with a fight with Thor looked awesome. That looked so good. Cannot wait to play this game. We're so close to new God of War. We are. I got my order in. I'm just waiting now. I'm like, just oh, waiting. But, like, why get your order in? You know it's going to be available day one. I know, but it's. I want it to be at my house day one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the difference. <coughs> like, do I go out and buy it that day, or do I also do the same thing? I don't know. Well, I'll figure it out. I work nights, Frank. I want it to be here. <laughs> Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Second I, shift I, life. Uh, I need it to be here. <laughs> you poor man. Yeah, yeah it's it's fine. Uh, and yeah, Sonic Frontiers comes out the day before that. Oh, uh, the the God of War killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that game will probably be fine. I think it's gonna be great. I don't see people are like oh my god Sonic Frontiers are doing like. I think people have to remember that like, God of War and Sonic Frontiers have two very it's, different demographic yeah, target audiences, you know? It's very, two very different people playing those games. Now, is there overlap between, like, nostalgia players like us with Sonic and then God of War? Yeah. yeah, of course. But, like, you have to think that there's a lot of people who aren't part of that overlap who are just separate. Yeah. So, I, I think there, there's a lot of that. And not only did we get Nintendo Direct and a PlayStation State of Play... But we got Tokyo Game Show this same week. That Fucking was, this the most the, nuts thing ever. That's what I'm calling it. It was fall E3. Like, September, the week of September well, 13th. So it's which fall are, Japanese E3, too, uh, right. which I kind of love because I love right. Japanese games. So we are, you know, we're a few weeks behind. Uh, you know, we were, we were busy for a couple yeah, weeks it's, there. Yeah, it's been a... But uh, a lot happened. And, like, then Microsoft had their TGS 
happening the next day. Yeah, and that wasn't that. It was okay. Yeah. But, like, TGS, a whole lot of stuff came out. You should definitely go check it out. But, like, they did more of the Tekken 8 stuff. You got the Street Fighter Six full launch roster reveal. Yeah. So, like, you're getting Tekken 8 and Street Fighter Six in the same year. Like, that's just... <laughs> got Waka, that's so good. Guile. Some cool characters. Some great characters. Honestly. Yeah, uh... Like, I want to see this World Tour more. Mode. Yeah, the World Tour mode looks really cool. I, I, like, I've never really been interested in a Street Fighter game or day one, but, like, this one looks good. Like They're definitely making this to, uh, appeals to more casual players, which is right. good, um, because Street Fighter V did not have that. Right, because they also, they modernized controls if you want to use that yeah. set. No, not everyone wants to play a video game at a competitive level. It's true. It's not... Not, not a thing, you know. Right. It, yeah. And I think Smash kind of paved the way for that a little bit. Yeah. And it, like you have, you, I think fighting games have to learn the hard lesson that this, if you want people to play your game, you have to make it easy for them to play. It. <laughs> right. You have to make it accessible. Yeah. And, and make it so if people want to get more into it, they can get yeah. more into it. But if they don't want to, they don't need to. You have to walk a fine line though, because you have to don't want to alienate the the. The, the killers who are playing the game. Oh, of know? course not, yeah, because yeah. you've got your competitive scene. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's just like, I think a lot of people forget that people need to buy these games. Uh, I keep forgetting there's Resident Evil Village DLC. Yeah, I just kind of <laughs> don't care. <laughs> I like that game a lot, but I don't need more of it. Uh, except that the Resident Evil 4 remake is also in development for PlayStation 4, which is kind of a bummer. Sure. But uh, we're getting a Resident Evil 4 remake, which is still great. Yeah. We'll play the shit out of it. Can't wait. Uh, did you just want to go into all the... So let's talk Like a Dragon, because a lot of it happened. Uh, Yakuza slash Like a Dragon slash... They, so, y- Yakuza is dropping the like the Yakuza name, and now it's called Like a Dragon, which is what the literal tr- name of the, the series in Japan is. Yep. The global translation. Um... And it's it's funny because it's obvious in hindsight because the final chapter of Yakuza Seven is the end of Yakuza. Oh really? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> they knew they knew what they were doing. Yeah, they knew exactly what they wanted to do. RGG Studios got this shit on lockdown. So they announced three new games: um, Like a Dragon Nation, the one we talked about, which is the feudal Japan. Um, Yakuza Samurai spinoff. Yep. Yep. Um, and they have Like a uh, Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who it's called uh, the man whose name. He, was erased or something, something like, that. like that. Yeah, yeah. Which is the greatest name of all time. But it's another Cosmic Kidio game, and we thought yep. his story ended in six. Yes, and it's kind of a sticking point. Yeah, the, like a dragon guy in the man who erased his name. It's kind of a sticking point because a lot of people were disappointed with how Kiryu story ends in six. So it's very clear that they're gonna take a second shot at ending a story. And then they mentioned that he's gonna show up in eight as well. He's gonna be in eight as well. Yeah, and like a dragon eight. Which will be 2024, 2025, I think. Yeah, I mean, a couple of these games we're not getting, we're not seeing for a long time. Which, which is fine because I think I, if you're gonna make a use of game, I want you to take your time with it. Yeah. Um, um, like a Dragon Nation will be the first one. That's like, isn't it like a couple months? No, 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 no. Oh no, I'm thinking. Of, um, yeah, no, it's definitely it's in 2023. It's definitely 2023. Yeah, yeah. Um. But it's, we don't have an exact date on that one. Yes. So that'll come first, and then Like a Dragon Gaiden. Oh. Uh, I February 23rd. It says 2021 for some reason. It's, come on, IGN. Get your shit together. 
So we might be seeing Michael Dragon Houston in February. Yeah. That's that one is four months away. Sure. <laughs> and that'll be like a more traditional like Yakuza game, like a brawler type thing. Yeah. Because since it is kind of a remake of a 2014 game. Right. Uh, so so will Gaiden will be also be like that style. Which would make a lot more sense. Yeah. I'm all for that for feudal Japan style. Like, give me that melodrama with samurais. Yeah. That'd be great. I'm interested, though, because it's been a minute, because now the Like a Dragon games have full English dubs. Oh, I forgot about that. So I'm interested in hearing Kiryu's new English voice. <laughs> Wait, I didn't realize Like a Dragon 7 had an English... It does. Oh, but why would you play it in English? <laughs> I mean, I, I did because it... I, honestly, the voice acting is really good. I bet it is. Like they're not going to screw around with that. Yeah. I did because I just wanted to play the game. I like it's hard for me to focus. I, I it, it's meant to be played in Japanese, but it's hard for me to focus on that. I think that's I understandable. Have ADHD. Like, come on, Cosmo's got gray hair, man. Yeah, he's did got you? his. This eye sucks, and he's gonna die. <laughs> no, no. I don't think he's gonna die. I think he's gonna go live. His he's gonna open another orphanage. Uh, I'm a big fan of this particular announcement that came through. This is so weird. Uh, it's on brand, though. Sonic it is on brand, but like... Sonic Frontiers, they uh, they Sega detailed the supersonic boss fights. So, confirm supersonic is coming to Sonic Frontiers. Yes. It's happening. Yes. Uh, which is awesome. So there's actually going to be... So there's, there's this open world part of the game, but certain aspects of the game aren't going to be accessible until you reach certain milestones. And one of those milestones is... Unlocking Supersonic, when I think that's kind of cool. Yep. I mean, it's like any other open world game where, you know, certain bosses aren't accessible. Uh, I'm talking about you, Valhalla, you piece of shit fucking game. Uh, <laughs> I'll get into that later. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, this was a surprise. So we get, yeah. This was a big surprise to me, actually. I am. I was hoping for Silent Hill, but I'll take this. So, before TGS, the rumor was Konami was going to. They had announced that they were going to. Uh, Bring back a fan favorite franchise. And everyone's like, man, what's it gonna be? Is it gonna be Sun Hill? Is it gonna be Metal Gear? What's it gonna be? Yeah, what's Sweet Uh how far down that list was Sweetened? Third for me. Was it third yeah, for you? Alright. Yeah. So Sweet and Sweet 2 are getting new HD remasters. Yeah. Uh so this particular remaster was a PSP original that was not ever bought to America. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so I was excited to play this. I think it has extra content too. Oh, I think it, I think it will. Yeah, uh, it's it's gonna be interesting. I I remember I actually were just still have my original well someone else's original <clears throat> so we get into game discs. Uh, I never beat the game, but I definitely played a good amount of it. They oh, Konami also said they wanted to keep making Suikoden games, which is also very interesting. Right, because like where does that go? Yeah, like who, who are you gonna make it? Right. <laughs> Who's gonna make it? It's um, just, sometimes those games just have too many characters. They do. They have a lot. Uh, of like, I, so I keep selling on Crisis. Uh, time, uh, Jesus Christ. Um, Chrono, 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 Chrono Cross. Cross. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, game, yeah. I kind of hit a wall with that too because I'm like, there's just so much going on. And I was like, even trying to follow Wafi, just like, uh, God, I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, here's 45 characters. I'm like, that's too many. Give me six. I didn't ask for 45 characters though. Hey, tell me about Star Wars Eclipse Hunter, your favorite. This, oh, God. What was it? We'll merge action-adventure with the fundamentals of Quantic Dream games. And now, uh, Hunter, what is the fundamentals of Quantic Dream games? Uh, so, fundamentals. Uh, sexual assault. Oh, okay. Um, uh, 
racism, um, poor storytelling, <laughs> ham-fisted metaphors. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to become human, but they're pretty. They're pretty games. I will say this about Quantum Dream, and this is the only compliment I will ever give them. They are masters of the technical. Like, oh yeah, the games look amazing. They run pretty good. Somebody should just hire Quantic Dream to do tech demos for them. They should. Right? I think Quantic Dream's best going forward would be to fire everyone who's ever been problematic in this company. That'd be hard because it doesn't start at the top? Yes. <laughs> Part of me just wishes Sony would buy them so that they'll just fire everybody. No, Tencent will buy them at some point, I'm sure. I w- I'd be okay with that because that means people are getting fired. Yeah. Now, have you tried out Wolong Long Fallen Dynasty? I'm going to be honest, I really don't care that much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, saw a team ninja, uh, I'm like, okay, cool. And like, it's like a Neo game, like, I'm out. I mean, it exists, but I'm just not. Because don't forget, they already released Stranger Paradises here. That's Team Ninja. Yeah. I'm, uh, and like, I'm, that I'm great. one of those. That game's great, but I, yeah. I, I'm not, I'm good. Uh, I'm, I'm just like, I... I can only handle one. Elden Ring, difficult. I'm going to be honest, Elden Ring is probably the last Soulsborne I'm ever going to play. Really? Yeah. Until Elden Ring 2? Sure. Life of P? Yeah, still, I, it looks cool, but I'd rather watch someone play that. Okay, I can see that. Like, yeah. I, I'm excited for it in the sense that someone better than me at Souls games will play it. Maybe, yeah. Uh... I don't remember that one at all. I don't either. But Exo Primal got a story trailer. <laughs> I've heard not bad things about this game. Uh, the trailer looked just batshit sci-fi zaniness to it. Yeah, it looks it looks weird. Uh, I, I, like the dinosaurs are only like appearing on one island, so they're sending like this crack team force to go take care of it or something like that. It's it just I don't I'm good. I have no interest at it. I'm glad Capcom's doing stuff. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And like. It's pretty much a spiritual success to the Dino Crisis. To like, oh, dinosaurs are coming through time to invade an island. You gotta stop them. It's like, okay, well, we've seen this before, Capcom. We know your tricks. Yeah, you should make another Dino Crisis game. Right. Deathloop coming to Game Pass. You gotta play it. Wait, they're extending the end. Apparently. This. What? Yeah, Xbox announced that Deathloop is coming to Game Pass. It also come with a newly extended ending. I wish I liked this game more. I'm sorry, it's just not for me. Uh, well now, is the ending only on Game Pass, or... Because, like, I was going to borrow your copy of PS5. Because <laughs> I don't have an Xbox Series X yet. Yikes. Um, you know? So, like, a lot of news came out of TGS. A lot, a lot of news A lot came out. of news. So definitely go check that out if you're interested in more of that. There was just so much, there was so much going on. Because like, Konami had their own thing. Uh, Ryuga Kotoku, you know, they did their own they, thing. Summit, yep. Studios, they, they had their own summit. It's like everyone had their own thing. It was just, it was just so much news, so yes. much news that way. It was crazy. And then, um, let's see. Uh, and then something bad happened in the industry. Oh, <laughs> uh, we witnessed history. We did witness history. We, uh, we are, we have seen the worst leak in gaming history. The biggest, happen. the biggest leak of all time. Now we talked about this and we heard about it. But I didn't know how bad it was until today because I didn't know yes. how much footage was taken. This was an insane leak. So if you haven't heard, they, a hacker used phishing, just social engineering, to get access to Rockstar's Slack. 
And from there, they downloaded <clears throat> over 90 clips. First of all, I just want to point out before we go further. This this all happened because of phishing. Mm-hmm. Do not open links and emails. Please, for the love of God. Yeah, this is like... <laughs> this is Tech 101, Yeah, people. this is... Like, like if, if you are listening to my voice and you get an email and you don't know who it's from and they give you a link, do not open it. I, I mean, I work in tech and we're like, we do cybersecurity every year. Like, we still get these emails. It's like, why? Are you clicking on things you don't recognize? Well, the, th- the thing, people are, it's clearly working. Like, honestly, look, it's clearly working. It, it works, yeah. <clears throat> and that's like, because Rockstar is usually like the most cracked down, locked down yeah. studio. You never see anything from this from Rockstar. They don't do previews. No. They, they don't. And honestly, with like the quality of their games, I don't care. You know, I don't need to. But yeah, the leaks began on September 18th. The GTA forums became host to a whole host of footage from the GTA 6. The in progress, at least two to three years from now. Oh, GTA you mean 6. the bad looking GTA 6? Oh, oh looks so bad, guys. This unfinished game that has literal code in the screenshots and be like, this game looks bad. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, and Rockstar confirmed it the next day. But yeah, let's talk about the internet's reaction to this. Because like you got the one side, you know, the, the smart people. The rational people. Yeah, the, like the game devs and your game industry people and people who know how what this stuff works and how it works. And People like me and Hunter who are not gaming insiders, but no, we follow I, the industry. I am I obsessively follow this shit. Like I, this is what I do all day is follow this shit. And, and we're like, yeah, that's like pre 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 alpha footage that's, you're looking at. That 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 the areas that they're showing off, I guarantee you, aren't even connected. No, uh, nothing's finished. Yeah, nothing. It's it's crazy that the you know the the bad side of the gaming sphere was like oh my yeah, god GTA Six looks so bad it's like are you fucking stupid it's not that my favorite take is the guy who clearly took some sort of Vivry ass gaming like designs like visuals are the first thing they do and everyone on game dev Twitter was like no you're a fucking moron yeah what no visuals are last why would you do visuals first. <laughs> You have to get your back end working before your front end's gonna do jack shit. Yeah. You think they just make a model and there's like, all right, and it, like code to that? No, right. they don't. That's stupid. I mean, you've got your your art team making models, but they're not like making models to be used. They're yeah, like this is your fucking I'm concept sure, art. I'm sure it's at first it's just mock-ups and yeah. like yeah, concept art, storyboarding. The best thing to come out of this though. Of this whole backlash is game devs showing off very early versions of games. Right. Did you see the screenshot of Sea of Thieves where it's just a bunch of potato people holding maps out to each no, other? No, I didn't see that. That's awesome, though. <laughs> it's so funny. If I can find the picture, I'll put it in the Discord. It's so funny. Oh, my God. But yeah, that's the point of all this. That like, what, First off, don't go stealing shit from game companies. No. D- d- and the worst thing is he was trying to blackmail Rockstar, too. Also hilarious. Good luck with that. Yeah, because... And then, real quick, he scrubbed his entire online presence. But they found him. Yeah. The FBI got involved, and all of a sudden, he disappears from the internet. Yeah. It's, uh, it's big. That was, that was huge. But uh, as of last week, I believe, he was caught in some 17-year-old... Some kid in London. Some script kitty in London, basically. So, uh, yeah. That kid's gonna fucked up his whole life yeah. for what? He's also the one who did the Uber hack as well, so, like, you hit two major companies within a couple weeks. Yikes. Like, honestly, like, what did this kid got with him, to him, honestly? Like, I don't know. 
Or you just got involved with the wrong group who like kind of kept egging him on, which is also a possibility when you're that age. Yeah. On being on the internet. And who knows? Like, it, you know, computer skills are very important in this day and age. I think you should use them responsibly. Like. <sighs> so I say, like, use your powers for good. Exactly. <laughs> Not for bad. Use them for good. So that was huge. That was big. Um, do you think this will have any effect on the GTA 6 development cycle or marketing or any of that nonsense? They're saying no. Um, I, that's what I fully believe, actually. I believe them. Yeah. Because, like, it, I don't see why you would delay it at this point. No. I could see I could see them delaying down the line for, like, marketing purposes. Right. But I don't think they're going to... I think the timeline is still a timeline. Right. And this game is still at least two years out. Yeah. Also, they didn't show enough. There's a lot, but they didn't show enough for them to justify delaying it. I think, like they just showed you this is what the main character looks like. Clearly, it's in a, what is it, Vice City or some shit. Like it's it's all very surface level stuff. Right now, people are like fishing through all of this footage and stuff, and like mapping out the city, and it's like none of this is gonna be the same two years from now. It's not. No. No. Now, like you can you can play with that all you want, but it's just. Sorry. I doubt the characters will probably even look like that. No. By the time it comes out. I didn't even, like, see any definition of the characters. I, I mean, I, I saw, saw... I, I saw, watched, like, a clip, though. I saw a lady. That's all I saw. Right. And I couldn't discern anything about her. Yeah, I don't... We'll revisit this again in two years when the marketing starts for this game. Yeah. Or a year... Uh, probably, what, next year? It'll probably be... We'll see you next I'm, year. I'm gonna next say... Year. I'm gonna say late next year. It it has to be a game awards announcement, right? Yeah, it, it seems like we're they're either gonna do a game awards or they're gonna have their own event. That is, it, it's Rockstar yeah. doesn't need E3. They don't need anything like that. No. They they can just come out and say, hey, there's news coming. Like basically, the, and, I'll, I'll just pull Nintendo and be like, oh, we're gonna do a showcase in an hour. Yeah, <laughs> and everyone will scramble. Honestly, I think the most likely thing is Take Two will have a showcase. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it, will GTA 6 be their only announcement, though? Probably I mean, they have not. a lot of properties under Probably them. Probably not. But... There's a lot of studios working on things. Right. That are they have not announced yet, so. That's true. And then we get to this week's news. <laughs> oh, shall we ring the death now? The official death so, now? I'm not going to say I told you so, but... I told you so. Everyone uh, told them so. I, yeah. I, when Google thing. Stadia was announced, everyone's like, what are you doing? This isn't going to work out. There was a small minority of the internet who were very loud. Who were very wrong. They were very wrong, who were yeah. super into Stadia, and like we were convinced this was like the second coming of like the Wii or something. Uh, I think this happened for a variety of reasons. Um, chief among them for me is, is my belief is that one, Google is not known for, uh, if, if they're known for shelving technology that doesn't take off immediately. Google Plus, um, I believe, did they, they haven't shelved their phone division, but like, I feel like that's successful enough to keep it. Oh, Google Fi? No, that's, yeah. they're doing fine with that. I know, because I have Google Fi and I need it. I've heard that's not it's, bad. It's great. Yeah. I have zero issues with Google Fi. Yeah. Here's the thing, when Google makes good technology, it's like, it's good. Right. Uh, but, like, the thing is, like, Google Lens and all this stuff, you look at it and you go, they don't keep this for very long if it's not successful. Right. Stadio is doomed from the start. It was just... It's, it's, it was a really good idea. It's just, it was too soon. I think it's too early. I think their subscription model was not good. Oh, their subscription model was terrible. 
Uh, I uh, I learned this at the beginning. You had to have a Google phone to even ex- access it. Yeah, you did. Um, it was just a it was a disaster. Oh, I they think. they fixed that one pretty fast. Like, yeah, I, was in the Android I really heard they good. fixed it, but like it, it it was a stupid idea to do to start for, with that for the old, but it still worked through your PC just fine. Yes, and I I I had a day one. I will say you this: know? I don't hate that controller. It's a <laughs> so it's fun. I actually bought a um, Founder's Edition. Yes, because it. Also, the price point was easily accessible. Yeah. 130 bucks and to buy into this thing. It came with a Google Chromecast. It did. So yeah. it was worth buying. Yep. Um, so and, I was like, I'm like, if this takes off, I will have it. If it doesn't yeah. take off, I will have a memento of gaming history that's just kind of fun to have. The, the hardware itself as a streaming stick that plays games, not a terrible idea. Yep. I think it's too early. It was too early because I think Microsoft, Xbox, they're actually they're teaming with Roku to provide this exact thing yeah. in the next few years. And it's getting better. If you look at xCloud, like xCloud is not perfect, but it's you can clearly see the progression to that to eventually playing straight right. up full I think games. xCloud's the top of the game right now for that stuff, yeah. isn't it? It's like xCloud, the PS, like... The PS Plus one's alright. It, it depends on, like, your your uh, network environment. Right. Um, As always. It's just, it's too early. You, you couldn't, you, they launched it too early, the technology wasn't ready yet, and Google just was not interested in keeping that afloat. No, and uh, it caught a whole lot of people by surprise, including their own team members. And this is the never other, a good This luck. is the other side of the argument for me, is they also didn't know what they were doing on the dev side. Because there's all these stories about how, like, the quarry was supposed to be Stadio exclusive. They approached Kideo Kojima to make a Death Stranding follow-up Stadio exclusive. Right. Like. And honestly, it's, it was on its last legs already, because last year they they killed their first-party studios. Yeah. And so from there, it was just it was just a time bomb waiting to happen. They were going to shut down the entire service. Now, what we think is going to happen is that they'll take that state of technology and they'll repackage it and they will sell it to other companies. I fully believe that's the plan. Sure, yeah. They were like, it, this whole game dev thing, it's too much money. We're, we're, we're losing money on this. Let's just repackage this technology and sell it to others, and that's how we'll, re- we'll recoup this. Mm. Uh, the problem is, is that they didn't tell their own team. Mm. They didn't tell developers they were working with. Yeah. Developers who were planning on selling on Stadia because they actually made the most money on Stadia. Mm. So that part's kind of garbage. Yeah, it's not good what they did. Though. No, not even a little bit. It, they just didn't know what they were doing from a publishing standpoint and from a development standpoint. Like they just, they they knew what they were doing from hardware, but they essentially the idea of grabbing a bunch of names and saying, "Hey, make games," doesn't work in the video game industry. It just doesn't. You have to you have to actually get people to know what they're doing. And actually, I saw one story where, you know, their first big two titles were Destiny Two mm. and Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah. Uh, there are people who have Red Dead Redemption 2 characters that want to be able to get those characters off Stadia yeah. since Stadia's going to die. <laughs> they're, they're, like, they'll be, they're straight up lost content on Stadia. Like, yeah. A lot of uh, indie developers were selling through Stadia or developing straight for Stadia first and then coming to other platforms. That's done. Yeah, that's done. So it's... Uh... <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, this is actually really funny. As of yesterday, there are more concurrent Destiny players on Stadia than Halo Infinite players on Steam. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh, that's from Kotaku. 
Uh, what? On uh, <laughs> Friday. So last. That is ago. insane. Yeah. <laughs> People really don't like Halo Infinite. Uh. Okay. All right. Don't forget, Halo Infinite shelved their co-op split screen. Oh they well, they they did, but you can still play it through through a hack or something, right? Yeah. If you're a teenager in London, you could probably get in that real quick. Yeah. Uh, Studio City is dead, and probably for the best. Yeah. Uh, is is just it was it was always gonna be a time bomb for Google. This it is was. if if you knew Google services like we've been following it since they've been around since we've been around basically. Uh, we've watched them kill many, many services, and the question was: Is Google Stadia going to survive this, or is it going to die like a lot of their other? It didn't. Nah, and they tried real hard to be like, "No, nah, it'll be fine," and we're like, "Don't fucking lie to us." <laughs> so that was that's a shame. Stadia's dead. Dead. Stadia's dead. Rip Stadia. Good. Um, so maybe the. Uh, <laughs> I'm interested though. Be like, okay, I have a sealed Founders Edition pack that I never opened. Yeah, you could sell that. Yeah, we'll see what happens with it. Yeah, you don't get a whole lot of money for it. It'll be worth twenty bucks. It's gonna be worth like six thousand dollars in the future. <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> oh God, release dates, baby! Like, it's a big month. It was a big month. We missed a few things in the way. Well, that's okay. Because we got the biggest month coming out. <laughs> oh, that's, that's true. That's true. So over the past week, I don't remember seeing anything like really like favorite past week. Valkyrie Elysium, I guess. Mm -hmm. Square Enix was kind of big. Uh, not, not a whole lot. Yeah. But yeah, the, that next month though, oh baby, there are some things coming. Big, big things. Uh, we've got Overwatch 2 releasing in two days as of the recording of this podcast. Uh, that's probably one of the biggest releases for next week. As of tomorrow, there will be no Overwatch playable for a day. Oh, that's right, because they're taking the Overwatch 1 servers yeah, offline. It, literally today, I think. That's rough. Uh, R.I.P. to a legend. Right. R.I.P. indeed. But Overwatch 2 is built different. Um, yeah, that's coming out. We've got... Um, Dalfield Chronicle came out. It did? I do want to see how that game plays. Damn, good. Uh, Return of Monkey Island's coming, right? Yep. That's almost out. Wait, man. When is Return of Monkey Island? Isn't it out already? Nope. So, wait, is it? Oh, it came out like a couple weeks ago, didn't it? Uh, September 19th. Yeah? Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. 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 I've heard nothing about it. Yeah, totally missed that one. Yeah. Let's see. The next week here... Let me see. This goes to the uh, you know ninth roughly. I think Overwatch Two is kind of the big one here. Yeah, it's the the biggest release. Yeah. Of, of, arguably of the month. Well, not for me, but yeah, <laughs> my, yeah, for the month actually. You're right. You're absolutely right about that. Yep. So yeah, well, uh, we'll hear about that. I'm sure uh, it'll be interesting mm -hmm. to see, to say the least. But hey, Hunter, what you been up to for the past few weeks? I've been doing a lot. Um, I've been on a gaming journey. Ooh, tell me about it. My gaming journey started with I decided I want to play through all of Mass Effects, I, and I did. Yeah. Uh, so I saw you beat Mass Effect One. Yes. And like I'm starting Mass Effect Two. I was like, okay, that's awesome. And then five days later, you said I am starting Mass Effect Three. Yes. And I was like, oh my god, Hunter, how the hell did you get through this Bioware RPG in five days? Okay. I don't sleep much. <laughs> I'm gonna start off this story with that. I decided when I was playing Mass Effect 2, I was like, 
I am going to have every crew member survive. Because I've never done it before. Okay. I've never, like... I actually don't know anything about that story, so that's actually really intriguing to me. So, I spent a whole week doing everyone's loyalty missions, upgrading my ship, and just being stressed out to the max. Oh, wow. Okay. Because Mass Effect 2 is built in a way that makes you feel stressed. (laughs) I'm not sold on this. (laughs) And it's great. Okay, there it is. It's really good. (laughs) But it's stressful. Because you only have so much time to do all the missions. Really? Yes. They're time-gated? They're not time-gated. They're kind of... They're segments of the game where you're you're like, okay, get as much done as you can. Oh, so it's like Persona 5-esque. Yes. A little bit. We gotta... Okay, okay. Kind of, because it's it's based on what you do. Um, uh, Now, did you know what to do before it, or were you following a walkthrough for this? I was following a walkthrough, because I was like... Okay. Because I've played this game two times before. I've never... I, and each time I've gotten crewmates killed because one I got killed because I didn't let because at first I didn't like Miranda Lawson but she kind of grew on me at, on this run okay um uh and I got half, half my crew usually die because I didn't know you had to upgrade the ship okay so it doesn't matter uh so the I get through that whole crew's alive right everyone lived Good job. And the suicide mission was stressful because I didn't know if I did everything right. Okay. Because there's a couple... Samara's mission uh, is the most, like... Really difficult? It's 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 not difficult, but it's annoying. So how often or how many times do you feel like you kind of restarted things or reset a save? I or... did Samara's mission four times. Oh, okay. Because I... And here's the thing. I probably did it right three of those times, but I was so stressed out doing it that I was like, I'm just going to restart and try it again. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Everyone survived. And Master 2 is great. Love that game. Mass Effect 3. Tell me about it. Actually, no. I, I, I For what I know about 2, I know even less about 3. So, I, when I first played 3, I was kind of disappointed by it. Really? I was. Because of the ending and like all those things. Didn't they fix the ending to that game? Oh. Uh, Kinda. Okay, because I remember that being a whole thing. Yeah. Okay, so Mass Effect, I do it this time. And I'm going to be honest, this might be my favorite Mass Effect game. Oh, the turnaround! It was so... Because, like, I let... I think time has been very beneficial to Mass Effect 3 in a lot of ways. Okay. Because the ending controversy and all that, and people didn't like the the weird monetization of it, I guess I'd, I'd call it. Or whatever it was. Or their microtransactions or something? There was something weird about it that people did not like. Okay. And I don't remember what it was. Besides the ending? Yeah. But yeah, it's great. It feels... I love it because it feels like... it. it it's one of the only, like, third games in a game that feels like, okay, we're going to wrap up the story. Okay. Like, you, like, it feels like you're gearing up to go fight the thing. And I love that. And I think it's awesome. Nice. And all the... I feel like, for the most part, all of, like, their, like the... the, the the characters who survived the suicide mission, all the payoffs are fine. Nice. Okay. Some of them are kind of lazy in that they'll send you an email. They're like, all right, you could you couldn't just shown up in a side mission, right? <laughs> but like, other than that, it's a I, I love that game. It's my one. It's my favorite aspect. I think it's definitely nice. Fun. Really happy to hear that. And then so I did that. And Frank, I'm gonna talk. I'm, I played a bunch of other games, but I'm not gonna talk about them because this this has been my biggest journey. This is the moment. This is the moment. 
I have played three MMOs in the past couple weeks. Three? I knew of two. I'm going to... The third one's a surprise. Ooh, all right. Let's start with the two that I know so about. Start... The first one, I was playing Guild Wars 2. Okay. Because I was like, okay, I like Final Fantasy XIV, but I want to see what the other sides are like. Because I don't, I don't know much about MMOs, and I'm like, I want to see what the experience is. Okay. Uh, what I found about Guild Wars 2 is Final Fantasy took a lot of stuff from Guild Wars 2. And I didn't know this. So the fate system, that's from Guild Wars. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Or was it Final, from Final Fantasy XI? Well, it, it's, it, it's kind of set up in the same way. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and also I really like Guild Wars Two is great. Uh, I'm gonna play more of it, but I'm kind of just enjoying Final Fantasy fourteen more right now. That's what I'm kind of mainly playing. Uh, Guild Wars Two is so much fun. I highly recommend it. The combat's fun. It feels I like I like how involved it feels. Like I feel like I'm actually doing stuff instead of like Final Fantasy and the other game I played. Uh, but yeah, Guild Wars Two is great. Highly recommend it. Um, See, that's my problem. I tried Guild Wars, like, way back in the day, and it was so boring. Early game's a little boring. I couldn't even, like, get past, like, the first six hours of that game, because I was bored to tears. I'm like, this just feels so generic, I can't even right now. How much you enjoy Guild Wars 2 is how much you enjoy the mechanics of the game. I actually really enjoy the mechanics. All right. Um, That game's great. Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah! I got more game time, so I was like, all right. Gonna, I've reached level twenty on a lancer. Okay, and I love this game. <laughs> it's so good. It's just, it's just a great game. I don't have much to say about it other than I love it and it's awesome. And I, I'm gonna play a whole lot more. <laughs> uh, highly recommend because the story just keeps getting it, better. It does. You're like, oh man, Heaven's Word's really good. And then you're like, oh man, I wonder how much, how good Stormbreaker is. Like, oh damn, and, oh, Stormbreaker is really so good. good. And then like you, you play Shadowbringers, and like, oh man, it just keeps getting better. And then you get the Endwalker, I bet, and it's like, oh, this game is fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, uh, fighting on the moon. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, uh, I, I saw screenshots and I. Had, I didn't get it spoiled for me, but I'm like, how did we get from here to there? You're going to find out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Final Fantasy XIV. It's so good. It's so much fun. Fucking incredible. It's my favorite MMO of all time, I think, honestly. It's up there. Uh, so, this third ga- game, Frank. Number I'm, 300, tell me about I'm it. I'm extremely disappointed in it. You played World of Warcraft? I did. Ah, there it is! I, okay. <laughs> so You've been holding out on me. I did, because I wanted to... Re- I, here's here's the funny part. I was gonna, I had a whole bit plan for this. Oh, you did, huh? So I was gonna hit level cap and not tell you I've been playing. Nice. And that's not hard to do. It's not. <laughs> but here's the problem with that bit. I'd have to play Lord of Warcraft to do it. <laughs> uh, World of Warcraft in 2022 is the most cumbersome chore of all time. Ooh, tell me more. Uh, what, every, were you, what were you doing? What were you playing? Did, I was, did you pay for like a month of game time? I did not. Okay. I, I did the trial thing. Oh, so you went up to level 20 then? I did. I got up to level 20. So I was like, I'll see what this is, and if I like it, I'll keep playing. Uh, what? Why? Why is this game designed so complex in the way it is? Well, now, what do you mean by that? This is... It was so aggressively like... So I was, I was following guides, because I was like, okay, so I... I've, I've played a little bit of... I've played a little bit of Miss Pandera. Like, I had game time in that time, and I was playing for a little bit. Right. Um, and I don't remember it being this complex just to, like, do... Like, because I, I was like... I Because I heard they added the transmog stuff. Yep. And I was like, okay, that's cool. I want to find out how to do that. 
and it was so complex. Like, I had to find, like, four guys that didn't tell me anything. I was like, okay, this is not good. You just go to a guard and ask where the transmog system is. Yeah, but, I, but like, I wanted a more detailed breakdown. Oh, yeah, they don't do that in game. And, yeah, and, they didn't, and I, didn't, I had to go through, like, eight different sources to find that. Yeah. That's, that's the start of my thing. Okay. Uh, and then I just started getting it, like, playing the combat, and it was like, this is, I, play, I played, I think part of my problem is I was playing an orc warrior. I think okay. That's part of my problem. Oh, wait, why would that be part of the problem, though? Because it was so slow, in, like, because I've just come off of Guild Wars 2 and Final Fantasy XIV. Final Fantasy XIV is way slower combat-wise than World of Warcraft. It is, but... The GCD is way slower in FF14. But I was not having a fun time playing it. That was the difference. <laughs> It was so glacial and just poorly paced. It was also only level twenty though, which means you're yeah you're missing a host of skills. I I just feel like the early game of World of Warcraft is too too complicated. You started as an orc warrior, dude. Congratulations, yeah. you're the game's unpaid moderator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like I like. It was like the worst option for a first-time player. Yeah. Warrior is definitely slow at the beginning. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like after coming off of Guild Wars 2 and Final Fantasy Oh, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It, it'd be, like, it's way harder. But I, while I was playing, I was talking to people who were in the beta for Dragonflight, and they were saying were that... Were you talking to me? No, not you. No, I see how it is. Because I didn't tell you, because I had a whole thing <laughs> And I and I got ruined because I played an orc warrior. <laughs> no, you you played World of Warcraft. I played World of Warcraft. I played Shadowlands or whatever it was, Battle of Azeroth or whatever. Shadowlands. Was it really? Was that is that the trial they give you? Oh no, I actually don't know what the trial takes you. If, if they... I went to talk to a troll king emperor guy. Did you start out on an island? I don't remember where I started. Oh, it's a BFA for sure. Yeah, yeah. Battle of Azeroth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I right now I just didn't like it. That's fair. Yeah. I'm gonna fault you on that. Uh, World of Warcraft, the combat's definitely faster. Yeah. Than Final Fantasy XIV. That's that's not even close. I am interested in kind of interesting Wrath of the Lich King, like WoW Classic. I might jump into that because I have people who are playing that and they were like, "You should join our guild and have fun." And like, I'll think about it. Uh, I, I can't get on board the classic server thing. I just it, it, you know, like the game has had so many quality of life changes since then. Like, I just I can't do it. I was gonna say, just play Wrath of the Lich King and nothing else. Yeah, it's like it's just taking a huge step backwards. Like I did play through the Death Knight storyline on Wrath Classic just so I could get the sure. Frost Brood Worm mount. Let, let me let me alive. ask you let me ask you this, Frank. Would it be worth it to try again once Dragonflight comes out? I think so. Okay, all right. Uh, because the things are gonna be different. Uh, the way you level up is gonna be different. There's gonna okay. be talent trees. Oh, okay. I didn't know they added talent trees. Yeah, in Dragonflight there are talent trees. Uh, so we'll jump into what I've been doing. Uh, I got into the World of Warcraft Dragonflight beta. Ooh, okay. All right. This is okay. This is interesting. Right. So I've been playing that for the past couple weeks, kind of on and off. Um, questing feels the same. The quests feel the same. Uh, I'm not really drawn in by that at all. It's not holding my attention at all. Yeah, kind of. It, that's just like I feel like that's kind of the base experience for like yeah for like. You know, people who are into this kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, World of Warcraft is basically a numbers game. Yeah. If you like numbers go up, you like World of Warcraft. Yeah, and that, that's why I like... Uh, this is why... Because now I li really like MMOs. This is what I discovered. Right. I like number go up. <laughs> now, th that is what MMO is about. Yeah. Number go up. Yeah. Um, so, I made a Drakthir. And I gave the Evoker class a try. Okay. Uh, the starting area for the Drakthir is actually really cool. It's 
really nice, nearly narrative-driven experience, actually. Okay, so let me ask you this. Uh, how do you think the Evoker is a good class for a starting player, or should this no. be... Okay. Evoker is an advanced casting okay. class. I would not advise starting with an Evoker if you've never played the game before. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. Uh, no. Definitely no. <laughs> uh, no, because you, like, you're just starting at 14 too. I'm like, ah! Like, Evoker yeah. shares some of the active stuff that you have to do at the 14. Okay, so, yeah. But as a first class, time class, nope, not even a little bit. Not at all. So it's like the Black Mage in Final Fantasy fourteen. Kind of, yeah. Like, Actually, yeah. that's that's a good comparison. Like, you, you don't play this game, this class, unless you're really good at this game. Unless you know how this kind of game works, yeah. yeah. Um, so Evoker's totally new, because there's buttons that will will make your spells more powerful the longer you hold them down, or it's got an effect that you can see on the ground before you cast it, or it's going to like throw you over your enemies, put you behind them with a, with an area attack of some sort. It, it's a lot more, I've been saying this, it's a lot more of an active class than World of Warcraft classes have been in the past. Okay. Um, it feels much more like a Final Fantasy XIV type class, or harking back, this is actually harking back to Wildstar of all MMOs. Where that was a much more active MMO. That is actually a really good place to kind of pull from. I mean, yeah, like. and that's another because like you could see, like like in Wildstar, you could see your effects on the ground before they went off and all that stuff. Okay, um, it's a fun class. It's it's definitely hard to get used to. Um, it's gonna get nerfed to the fucking ground when live happens. I, I imagine because uh, right now they've got a root, like an area of effect root. But you can take the make the cooldown down to a fucking minute, mm -hmm. and like damage may or may not break it. There's a chance, and I'm just like that's that's gonna be nerfed so okay. hard. Uh, now evokers can be either damage or healers. I'm only playing damage because <laughs> healing that's for other people to do. I don't do that. But it's good. It's fun. Um, I'm enjoying the area dragon riding. I just started last night, and it's it's pretty fun. Okay. Uh, it's fun to zip around and they just give you flight immediately with dragon riding because it's part of the storyline. Mm. And it, it makes flying a lot more active. Like, you're diving around, you're jumping around, you've got buttons, you got stuff to do. Like, it's not just, okay, hold flight, here's all my auto run, I'll be back in 20 minutes. Well, 10 minutes, really. Sometimes that would be nice because uh, the dragon riding can be a little tricky if you just want to go from point A to point B without any special things going on. Yeah. But it's just about getting used to it. Yeah, that's good. The areas are uh, brilliant in presentation. Okay. I like that part. Um, I don't care about the lore. I can be honest here. I, I've I've kind of heard mixed feelings about the lore of World of Warcraft because there's some people who really love it. Yeah. And there's some people who are just like, eh, I care less. Like, At this point, I care less about it because the way they present it is so poorly done. Yeah. I think my favorite thing about World of Warcraft is just not the lore, but, like, the, the sort of, like, presentation of it is kind of, is really fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Uh, it's fun to play. It's very, like, mindless, which is sort of some people might disagree with. But, like, I, if I'm playing World of Warcraft, I know that I can, like, turn off a part of my brain for yeah. a while. And that's fine. I like the numbers go up version of World of Warcraft. Yeah. I, I think I'm definitely going to try it. Because I have MMO brain now, and I'm like, okay. Well, here's... See, I'm kind of on the outside right now. Since I'm in the beta and I'm going through it, I'm like, I don't know if I need Dragonflight Day 1. Yeah. You know? Like, there is so much coming out in the months of November, December. Yes, that's that's the other thing. Is like, is it... 
is it worth it for that? And it's like I I kind of look at these games like expansion content, and I'm like, okay, so Guild Wars two and World of Warcraft, like I could see myself getting back into World of Warcraft eventually. Yeah, but like, do I need it day one? Right. Is, is a question. Like with Final Fantasy fourteen, I'll probably buy most expansion day one because I, I, if I get to that point. But it just it it, it the the it, the gap between the games is so vast. Yeah, it, they're they're MMOs, but they're two very different MMOs. Yes, that's part of the problem. Too. Yeah, it's like it, it's funny because it's also the first time WoW has had any like serious competition. I'd say a long, 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 long time. Yeah, a long time, and now it's like people they're not the same, but people are gonna still gonna compare them because they're just like right, like. They're MMOs, and the the community is so insane <laughs> that yes, they're and, gonna want to compare them. And we'll never get accurate numbers. You can only like, no. I think Bellular has the best handle on how to s- scrape that information. They do numbers presentations. Yeah. Like there's streamers I've heard who are like, who are just so down old or crap. They're like, it has less than a million players. I'm like, how do you know that though? You don't. You don't know. You that. don't. You know, because they don't ever give you any accurate no. information. The best you can do is, what they do is they MUAs. Uh, or MAUs, monthly active users. Yeah. But if you log in once in a month, you're considered a monthly active yeah, user. Exactly. That's a problem. It's like, like it's it not, not accurate. Be, right. It's it's a guessing game. It's the best you can do. But World of Warcraft numbers are down. That's yeah. that's part. That's very very true. And a lot of that, I feel like, it has to do with the company that makes the game. It's possibilities because <laughs> their content has become stale over the past yeah. few years. Um, Shadowlands itself kind of well, hammers not, a lot of players. I've, I've heard the horror stories of Shadowlands from people who play, and it's not good. Like, if I didn't play with in-real-life friends, I would have canceled myself a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm barely playing Tier 4 right now. Yeah. Like, I play... I log on once a week to do raid stuff with friends, and that's it. That's all I do. The rest of my time, I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah. yeah. I maxed out my Dragoon, so I've been playing Gunbreaker. Kind of getting back into that. Yep. Uh... We're playing a lot of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah, yeah. Which is bullshit, by the way. And this this game, man. Let me tell you, uh, this whole numbers thing with uh, Assassin's Creed is still bullshit. Because I'm I'm in an area that's like, okay, your area. This is a level fifty five area, okay. And like, okay, so we want you to explore. We want you to go check out all the little side content. Cool. I'm like, all right. So they're like, I'm approaching this like little circular arena. You know, this little spooky yeah. going on time. I'm like, okay, that's cool. And then this fucking level 160 creature pops up out of the ground and wants me to fight it. And I'm like, I'm level 55, you assholes. Why is this here in this zone? This isn't the right zone for this. You're I, fucking with your players. So I like that game, but like, I kind of get the complaints. It's like, it's. They tried to make a different thing, and I feel like it's not for everyone. It's just not. You, you gotta be a specific type of person at this point to like like Assassin's Creed games. Like the bad Assassin's Creed games? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the new gen Assassin's Creed games, the bad ones? Yeah, those ones, yeah. Can't I, wait for Mirage, because this is going to be their first good Assassin's Creed game since 4. 4 is not even good, dude. 4 is better than Origins, Odyssey, and That's fucking Valhalla. <laughs> At least I was closer wait, to the... Wait, 4 is the Black Flag. What am I talking about? Yeah, what are you talking about? Oh, fucking moron. That's a good game. Yeah, Black Flag's great. I'm just excited for... Uh, Assassin's Creed to have all sorts of different kinds of Assassin's Creed games. I am looking forward to see what they, they do with all of this stuff, the hub and all that. Yeah. You know? 
It is uh, what it is. But Valhalla, like, I'm liking the story. It's a very good story. It's a good, it's a, it, I think that game is pretty well written for a Assassin's Creed game. Uh, but, like, the, it's a very cool Shakespearean storyline. I, I like it building up the settlement because that's been a, a stalwart since, like, Assassin's Creed 2. Oh, I, love, I love that settlement stuff in the, games. That stuff's great. Um, I don't love that you got, you know, your your potions, uh, visions person showed up and she's like, okay, cool, collect this stuff. And I'm like, oh, yes, it's great. And she's like, okay, like, Oh, do you want to do a vision? Like, I would love to do a vision. That's awesome. I'm like, numbers fucking like yeah, number 55, go up. Number go up. Fifty. I was like level, level. I don't even know what you call it, like skills. Fifty five to sixty, whatever. Yeah. The, how they want it. And they're like, oh, you should probably be level ninety before you do this. I'm like, why is that a thing? Why would you bring this person in, make a mission available from her, and they'd be like, ah, oh, actually, you can't do that yet. Hold up. You gotta do like you gotta do like another fifty. Do you know hours the whole content. deal with that though? It's fucking dumb as hell. No. Do you know what what it is though? The visions. Yeah, do you know the big thing about it? Is? It's part of the storyline. I know that. You want me to spoil it for you? No, I don't want you to spoil it for me. I'm playing okay. the game right now. No, but I, I'm listening to your complaints. But there's a reason why that's that way. Well, that's still stupid. No, it's insane. Is what it is. No, it's dumb that they block you behind numbers like that. If that's the case, but the, make her show up later. Listen. Make her show up later in the game when your number. Sure, actually I agree with that. that. That's what I'm saying. I agree with it's that. It's a numbers thing. I, I agree with that. Like, but don't make her come so early when you can't even possibly be on that level yet. The, the functionality of it is because it's it's a crazy thing that's in that game. Well, that's fine. But make it come at a point where it equals the player's level, not yeah, no, after I, that. I agree with that. That is That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree with that. No, no. I don't I, that's fine if it's like yeah. got this like it's part of the functionality. Like you need to do yeah. that. I get that. Or no, get rid of the fucking number system altogether and just make it a skill thing. What the fuck do I know? It, it's a thing happens in that game that doesn't happen often in games where uh I I kinda have to relate it to Elden Ring, where it's like you reach something and you're like, "This is crazy that that's this is in this game." Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I'm not gonna spoil it for you because it, it's it's you'll know it when you see it. I'll know when I say yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm about 25 hours in right now. I think. It, I'll, I'll say this: if it was in you know, like a mainstream Assassin's Creed game, like in the earlier ones, it'd still be just as mind blowing that it's there. Yeah, but you can actually do it. it, it it's it, not attached it'd to be a number. thing, but it's like, oh. This is a big game. <laughs> yeah, it is a big game. Yeah, I get that. But, like, another fucking version of this, it's like, okay, you're in the level 55 area. I forget what it's called. Yeah. Glenda Shepardshire or whatever. You're in the PvP zone, yeah. Yeah, the PvE zone. Uh, yeah. And um, you're doing a little side quest with, like, little old man, like, oh, like, oh, my son needs to watch me die before him as a Viking and, like, give me an honorable death. You're like, okay, great. And then you start the fight, and he's like a level 230 fucking dude who Where? smites you with one fucking hit. Where is this area? It's like the level 55 I've, area. I've never run into this problem. I have hit it like four different times I now. I have no idea how this is happening to you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. That's don't pretty know. crazy. I've never heard of this problem. It's so annoying. <laughs> I'm so angry about it. I love I love that this is an issue that you're turning into, and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I hate it. I hate every minute of it. Like, why are you encouraging me to go do all these side quests when I can't even do the fucking side quests? Because they're level... Ca- I, get it. I, fuck. Yeah. I hate these games for a reason, people. I it's because like, of this kind of bullshit. I do like these games, but I feel like there is a level of complaint that's warranted towards somewhere. It's Assassin's like, Creed games never needed numbers. Uh, it I didn't need numbers. I like the... I like the RPGification of it, but I feel like it doesn't need the level of RPG that it is. You know what game did the RPGness of it good in a way that didn't make it feel like a pain in the ass? 
God of War 2018. Mm, it's barely an RPG, though. Exactly my point! I th- uh, yeah, <laughs> that's not true at all. <laughs> Did you say God of War twenty eighteen is not a good game? It's a good game, but you mean it's a great game? I don't. I, I feel like I shouldn't have to defend RPGs as a genre as a whole. I mean, you know what not, I mean? No, you're, just because you don't want to play Assassin's Creed as an RPG. No, because it doesn't belong as an RPG. We could go on for hours about this. <laughs> don't have time for this. Eric, back me up in chat. <laughs> no, you're wrong. <laughs> So that's basically what I've been up to is Dragonflight Beta, yeah. Final Fantasy XIV, and uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Also been watching a lot of Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> and I'm actually almost done with that. My fa- I haven't finished Dragon Ball Super, but my favorite thing about Dragon Ball Super is Vegeta just fucking off in the middle of his vacation, where he's like, I don't want to be here anymore. Goodbye. Yeah, that's actually very funny. <laughs> that was actually a very good filler episode. It's awesome. So that's what I'm up to. All right, Hunter, let's wrap this baby up. All right, so you can follow us on Facebook uh, at Comic Club Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at GameSensionYoung underscore Comic underscore. You can also follow us on Instagram at Comic Club Podcast. Also, if you're just, you know, on the fairy server in F14, you can add me on there. I'm at Mango Sentinel. That's my character's name. Uh, and, you know, if you leave us a review. That'd be great. Yeah. Give us give us this review. We want we want to read it out. Five loud. stars only. If I see anything under five stars, I'm going to report your account. Uh, so leave a four point nine star review. You're getting reported. You're going to get permanent. Don't, listen, don't listen to him. That that's not true. They'll, they'll report us. Will they? No, they won't. I don't know. I'll do it from a different account. Uh, send us questions. Ask comment club at gmail.com. If you agree with our Assassin's Creed takes, uh, give us some insight on the fighting game community, possibly. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Yeah, we'd like to read it out loud on, online. On here, answer your questions. You know, give you that sweet, sweet insight, or just send us some nonsense questions. Doesn't have to be video game related. Yeah, we'll answer those too. You want to yell at me for something I said? You can. I won't listen to you, but you can. Yeah, that'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, on that note, as always, God bless the ring.